0: Welcome to the Autistic Bodybuilding Podcast, or as it's soon to be called, Audibuilders. I'm your host, Crystal Reposa. Today, we're going to talk about magnesium. But first, of course, some announcements. The community is opening next week, and so is weekly worksheets. So I will have everything under control by the end of this week. So you guys will be free to start. Everything will be organized and ready for you by next Monday. Moving on from there, you can also join Audi Builders as a one-on-one client. So I now have seven one-on-one spots. Next week, I will be giving you guys instructions on how exactly to get access to one of those seven one-on-one spots. So stay tuned next week for that, and all of this is part of a massive rebrand. From Autistic Bodybuilding, we're shortening the name, to Audi Builders, just kind of trying to open this up, have a catchy new name, an awesome new community, and hopefully start to get this ball rolling. Now, let's get into Magnesia. Annie is having trouble sleeping. They can't figure out why. As far as they can tell, they haven't changed anything in their daily routine, but they did try to cut down on chocolate recently. Annie loves chocolate and went from eating nearly a whole bar of dark chocolate every day to none at all. What can Annie do to sleep better? So first of all, let's start with what magnesium actually is. Magnesium is an element. The code for magnesium is M-G. Now, the difference between an element and a compound is that an element is only one molecule and or one atom, and a compound is a molecule made up of multiple atoms. So, magnesium is a very basic element. It's on the periodic table. Its atomic number is 12. Its atomic mass is 24.305. It's an alkaline earth metal. And the reason I'm getting into all this is really just to remind you that magnesium isn't just a nutrient. It isn't just a pill. It isn't just a thing that you find in the grocery store. It's a real actual metal that exists in our, you know, on our planet. And it's very important for all cellular life, not just ours. Just Strong is a women's empowerment brand that strives to create better fitting clothes for your movement needs. With cuts that fit any style or body type, Just Strong makes great fitness apparel that moves with you and feels amazing. I have this crop top from them that is literally the same material as leggings. And I wasn't so sure about it at first, but it is actually amazing. The shirt adjusts to my body and I don't have to readjust it for the whole day. It's super easy to move around in and I really don't know why more shirts are made of the same material that they make leggings out of. Like other clothing companies, get on this. So if you'd like to give Just Strong a try, visit juststrong.com and enter code CRYRAP10, that's C-R-Y-R-A-P 10 at checkout for 10% off because tugging at your clothing shouldn't be another exercise in your workout. Now, back to the show. So, from there, we'll get into magnesium in the actual body. So, magnesium is responsible for 300 biochemical reactions in the body. Now, I'm not going to get, obviously, into the nitty-gritty of all those but I am going to name a few key ones and kind of what the science is behind it and what people think is going on there in, you know, if there's anything that they are kind of speculating on. So, the first thing is it maintains normal nerve and muscle function. So, how it does this is it blocks certain nerves from being unnecessarily stimulated. Magnesium kind of regulates the nerve, lets it know what to let in, when to not let things in, things like that. I heard a neuroscientist talking about how people think that neurons just kind of spit chemicals at each other and in a way that's kind of (laughs) true. He's right, though. That's not all they do right. But magnesium kind of regulates that spitting of the chemicals at each other. It also supports a healthy immune system. Now, there's a lot of ways in which it does this, and then there's also a lot of speculation about how many of those ways are accurate. So, (laughs) I'm just gonna leave it there. Of course, you can always research more on your own. The next point it, you know, the next thing it helps with is it keeps your heartbeat steady. Now, This is where magnesium really gets into muscle function. It's actually an agonist to calcium in muscles. So calcium in your muscles actually stimulates the muscle. It tells the muscle to contract, when to contract, things like that. It's part of a cycle that your muscles go through that tell them to contract, release, and then contract again if necessary. Magnesium is kind of like the blockage that comes into play and stops that calcium, kind of turns off the calcium from stimulating if it needs to, things like that. So that's how magnesium kind of helps calm your muscles. And of course, you can see how that would also help calm your brain, right? Calm body, calm brain. So a lot of people use magnesium as well for things like depression, anxiety, things like that. It also helps bones remain strong. I couldn't find exactly how this works, so my <laughs> in my personal understanding of dietary stuff and things like that, it seems like because magnesium is an and is an agonist to calcium, it would probably balance calcium in your bones as well. I'm guessing that's why it helps bones remain strong because I don't know if you guys know this, but actually, if you have too much calcium, especially in older women, well, I should say specifically in older women, if there's too much calcium, that can actually cause osteoporosis as well. So, and when I say older women, I'm talking about specifically postmenopausal women. And they noticed this because women started supplementing with calcium thinking, oh, I need to have strong bones when I get older, right? Osteoporosis is so common in older women. And so, women started taking all this calcium and drinking all this milk and it was having the opposite of the intended effect. So, moving on from calcium and bones and all that stuff and how magnesium affects that, we get into blood glucose levels. Now, everything that I read says that it regulates insulin, but the studies aren't entirely sure how. They know somehow magnesium is helping regulate insulin. The best they know so far is that it helps regulate those insulin receptors, kind of like it regulates your other receptors, and, of course, it aids in production of energy and protein. which. Also, I couldn't find as much information on as I wanted to, but if it helps regulate your blood glucose, of course that's going to aid in your production of energy and protein. That's where we get into the lesser-discussed uses of magnesium and the kind of speculative things. So we have restless leg syndrome. A lot of people swear by magnesium for, re- for restless leg syndrome. The doctors, you know, studies kind of think, again, that's because it regulates those receptors and helps calm the muscle down. It can also kind of help with that irritability and agitation, again, like I said, probably because it's relaxing you a little bit, right? And it's relaxing your neurons. Now for us autistics especially, I find that it helps, and this is just anecdotal, it helps with my sensory regulation. And that's just because it kind of prevents my nerves from getting overstimulated. I don't have as much input going on and so I'm just not as close to my threshold if I take magnesium, not every day, but, you know, with some kind of consistency. Of course, a proper sleep also can be helped with magnesium. A lot of people who have issues with insomnia and things like that will take magnesium and it kind of helps them sleep. It helps calm them down. And again, of course, if it calms your muscles down, it will probably help you sleep. So, you guys can't see this, but I'm actually recording the podcast live. It's something new I'm trying. Hi, Coach Paula. And, Coach Paula, she's saying that she takes magnesium for Parkinson's dyskinesia, which is pretty cool. I would imagine that would work as well by helping to calm the nerves, too. Some evidence that it helps with migraines and depression has been found in studies, but, again, not really sure how, but magnesium. Here's the thing with magnesium. It's water soluble, so if you do try to take magnesium, it's relatively safe. Now, I'm not going to say it's totally safe because, you know, obviously anything can be toxic if you take too much of it, So, you know, be careful, but it's pretty, it's relatively safe to try, so if you do want to try it for any of the issues I mentioned, I would encourage you to safely do so. And of course, if you have a healthcare professional you trust, make sure that you mention to them that you're trying a new vitamin or supplement. Do you have trouble finding adult clothes that meet your sensory needs? Most sensory-friendly brands are made for kids, so I would buy them only to have other sensory issues over the fit because kids' bodies don't have the curves of adult bodies. Or I would buy the adult clothes only to fight with seams and tags that bothered me all day. With the Great North, I can finally get the best of both. They didn't set out to make sensory clothes for adults, but they nailed it anyways. That's why I'm gradually replacing all my clothes with options from the Great North. To top it off, 10% of their profits goes towards sustaining and improving our planet Earth directly. Visit thegreatnorth.net and use promo code ABUILD, that's A-B-U-I-L-D, at checkout for 30% off, and support the environment while you support your booty. Now, back to the show. interfere with protein or protein. Things that interfere with magnesium or that magnesium interferes with. So, it can interfere with your protein intake a little bit, of course, because it's regulating that protein intake. It can, of course, interfere with calcium. So, if you take magnesium and calcium at the same time, they tend to regulate themselves together, which is why you'll find CalMag a lot of the time together. And it will also interfere with vitamin D because it interferes with your calcium and calcium interferes with vitamin D. Foods high in magnesium, dark chocolate. A lot of the time women will crave, again, another anecdotal thing, but a lot of the time... Women will crave dark chocolate when they're actually low in magnesium, right? Seeds are high in magnesium. Legumes. Legumes are... (laughs) Legumes, nuts, and seeds are almost like the same. Well, they're not totally the same content. Legumes and nuts are higher in like... Well, I don't know. It depends. It depends on the legume, seed, and nut. But I, I just... I almost think of them interchangeably. I really shouldn't because the fat and carb contents can be way different from each other, but, like, in terms of the vitamins that are in seeds, legumes, and nuts, they tend to be pretty similar. Finally, dark leafy greens are also high in magnesium, but nobody's going to get me to eat those, so (laughs) that's just how it's going to (laughs) be. All right, so let's move back into our case study and let's solve this problem for Annie. Annie is having trouble sleeping and they can't figure out why. As far as they can tell, they haven't changed anything in their daily routine, but they did try to cut down on chocolate recently. Annie loves chocolate and went from eating nearly a whole bar of chocolate every day to none at all. What can Annie do to sleep better? Annie probably unknowingly decreased their magnesium intake when they tried to cut down on chocolate. Over time, their body will adjust to these new magnesium levels, but Annie could also take a magnesium supplement or eat more beans, seeds, or nuts. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Autistic Bodybuilding Podcast. If you'd like to view a transcript of today's show as well as all references used, visit autisticbodybuilding.com transcripts. To find links to any of the sponsors you heard advertised today, visit autisticbodybuilding.com affiliates. Your support of our sponsors is much appreciated and helps keep the show running. Subscribing is free and your reviews help others find the podcast subscribe or leave a review wherever you listen. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, find me at Audibuilder, Facebook at Audibuilding, email me show suggestions and questions at autisticbodybuilding at gmail.com, or just visit autisticbodybuilding.com for the latest news and updates. As always, all these links will be in the show notes for your convenience. I hope you'll come back next week, and until then, stay fit and flappy.